Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. It's your DM, Steven. Um, we just jumped straight into the episode today, but we are joined once again by Omega Jones, also known as the Critical Bard, so make sure you follow them on Twitter and other social medias, at Critical Bard. Um, and check out Found Familiar Coffee and Greenleaf Geek. Use the code FayForge at either of their websites. Links are in our show notes. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. Plus, we've got two episodes now of our Patreon um, exclusive campaign live. One is on our main feed. You can find it if you scroll down a little bit in your podcast app. Uh, but one is one is exclusive to our patrons. Um, and from here on out, the rest will be. So if you enjoyed that teaser episode, uh, check that out. As little as $2 a month gets you access to everything. Um, if you have the means and the ability to support us further, uh, we we greatly appreciate that. There's also $5 and $10 tiers, um, but they don't actually get you access to new content because uh, we know money is tight for a lot of people. Uh, it's been a hard three or four years in this here world. Uh, and that's one of the ways we can say thank you to people who want to support us monetarily. Uh, but with that, let's head to the world of the Fae Forge Academy. Kassar, Besky, Rain, Ariadne, and Kaz, with Blossom staying on the ship, um, operating the dream spell itself. Uh, the five of you have entered into the dreams of Tahal Beheran, the youngest of the master artificers of Nairin, one of six, who, along with the queen, has access to these runes that Kaz is trying to steal. Um, Kassar, as you are familiar with Tahal, um, in this dream, in the midst of his favorite restaurant, uh, the two of you sat down and you showed him a future, a possibility of greatness for Tahal. For while he does love Nairin, the taste of power is hard to resist. Uh, the other four of you were kind of sitting back watching in this strange dreamlike world where most of the things here are wisps and shadows of reality. Almost to paint a, to paint a picture of what I see in my mind, it's almost like when Frodo puts on the ring in Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> As you watched, a creature sort of Apparated through the walls, shifted through the, these dream walls. Um, their silhouette, not quite humanoid, 
these large shifting arms, wings coming out of the back of each of their arms. Um, almost a moth-like head as you look closer. And it looks hungry. Uh, so Besky, Rain, Ariadne, and Cause, what do you do? I mean, well, he, he said he said he, if he was in trouble, you know, he would he would tell us. I, I think we might be the ones in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, this looks like trouble. Wait, but that's the thing is, is, is we never established the communication because it, we can't tell him. He said something about sparkles. Can I do uh, like a dancing lights or a minor illusion behind this individual that Kassar is talking to so that Kassar can see it and this person cannot? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm just going to send off a little like teensy little fireworks behind this person's head. Teensy weensy. So, Kassar, you see you see these little lights kind of flashing behind Tahal. You also hear uh, a voice in your head as Kaz is going to cast message. <laughs> I That's why I asked for the fucking signal. What does this signal. mean? That's why I asked for the goddamn signal. <laughs> Kassar, we've got trouble. Might want to take a quick peek behind you. You hear this voice in your head. So as I'm looking at Tahal, um, kind of having that moment, flickering and seeing why the hell there's flickering lights behind him, and then hearing the voice, uh, I'll just kind of try to uh, discreetly just like shift my gaze a little bit um, to see whatever the heck they are telling me to look at. Yeah, so as you look, um, the same thing I've described, um, its head kind of shifting back and forth from uh, you into Hall um, over to the four other members of your party. Uh, Layout-wise, your groups are probably 60 feet apart. Um, and it's probably making a, a triangle with, with, your, with your groups about 30 feet away from each of you. And what is it? And it's just watching? Is it trying to come in? Uh, it's, it's in. It, it just walked right through these dream walls. Oh, oh. And, and no one else sees it? Nothing in the dream seems to be interacting with it currently. Even to the point where you see one of these silhouettes of a person, like, walk through. Walk through it almost. Oh, shit. And where is it looking? Back and forth from you and Tahal to Besky and Rain and Cause and Ariadne. Almost like it's trying to decide. That's a problem. Okay. Can you respond to message? Yes. I don't, I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> you can respond to this message. Okay. Sa- Sam Regal's voice re- replays yes. in my head over and over. <laughs> um, yeah, surprisingly, I don't have message. Then just back in Gaza's head, uh, Bert's head. Um, Bert's head, that's right. Keep it occupied for just a moment, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will look back to, to Hall and I will say... If you'll excuse me, uh, I believe um, I need to release the Kraken, however they call it nowadays. <laughs> you think on what I've offered, and I'll be right back. Of course, my friend. Um, why don't you, after you've taken care of what you need to take care of, um, meet me at my home. I have something to show you. I hope you have. Plenty things to show me. Um, but noted. And he rises. Ooh, and Rain's s- about to get an education. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes. Um, he rises and starts to walk out of this mm-hmm. dream, and you watch. Um, you watch as where he walks, the dream like expands, as opposed to just the shifting nothingness that you have seen outside. Um, yeah, great. Uh, but as as he walks out, and that creature looks, it starts moving directly towards you, Kassar. Okay, as individual as Tahal leaves, I keep that face for a while, just making sure he's out of sight. The minute he's gone, just stoic, looking over to this creature. Now, what do you want? And why are you here? It says, uh, what languages do you speak? Common, thieves can't, a little speech of the deep. Uh, it says, uh, um, if someone happened to speak either primordial or, dr- or draconic, would they understand what they were saying? Nope. Okay. Abyssal. It's been a good, I'm going to guess it's celestial was not what that thing was. Uh, that was not celestial. Uh, abyssal. Was it, well, was abyssal, it dwarvish? <laughs> Sounded pretty gnomish. I think that might have been. I think that might have been gnomes. He's just uh, from fucking Jersey. Uh, <laughs> uh, Besky, you hear? I'm a speaks the like language that. of the royals. <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's, really, that's real. That's good. That's real. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, say over to um, Kassar he said he's hungry but not in the friendly way then perhaps we give it something to feed on but I think we should roll initiative mm. Besky what'd you get uh, team look at you getting double digits so proud of you I know what's going on <laughs> uh, I see cause with a 15 Whoop. rain uh, I got a 17. Wow, you're all still losing. <laughs> oh, okay, shit. Uh, all right. Ariadne. I got a 14. And Kassar. We're twinning on them 14s. So as, as it starts kind of walking in, it fixes its head, its sight, what you assume is its sight, on you, Kassar. Yeah. Um, you watch the dream around it warp and it looks at you for a second and then its head snaps towards Besky and Besky it flies directly at you oh Oh. Uh, you stop does this thing have a face I feel like it doesn't have a face not really it's almost it's almost um like void black most of what you get from it is silhouette okay I'm getting some strong Gerald Otomo vibes here don't like it uh, and Wait, I'm sorry, you said you said Void? She's here? <laughs> <laughs> no, just the face. Just the face. <laughs> just Void's face. Um, void mommy? Void mommy? You called uh, for your aunties. They showed up. No. <laughs> uh, shit, they Roll came. up. <laughs> um, Ooh. Uh, Besky, does a 17 and a 15 hit? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Wait. Since we're all at the same table, I'm close enough. I'm going to uh, throw up these like glittering uh, dragon's wings to block one of those attacks. It gives you a plus four to your AC. Whoa, for, what is for, this? for one attack? Uh, yeah, for one attack. Nice. Um, 
can use reaction. I can use reaction four times per long rest, so. So that would bump it up to 17. So I think one of them miss and one still hit because yep. it's meat hit, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that does 11 slashing damage, uh, and you are grappled as these these arms that have been shifting they they almost they almost turn into like these um, praying mantis like oh, arms uh, and wrap around you, uh, and then its tail whips around. Um, uh, before we start, but probably not Kassar, we all have the uh, temporary hit points because we all at some points slept around each other. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah. What's, what's that again? How many are they? Uh, let me check here. Sorry, Stephen. No, you're good. Your, the roll here. Um, it is a celestial resilience. I gain 17 hit points. Y'all gain 10. Thank Day you. Um, yeah. I mean, it, 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 what's what's the range on that? Because I mean, Kassar might Kassar might have been bunking up with uh, with. Captain oh, if, he, if, if they were, if yeah, in, well, in no. Ship. It, it, <laughs> uh, you can see. I have to see them. I guess mm. when I'm sleeping. I hope. I hope for Besky. Oh, like Santa Claus. He didn't. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So just that one hits as that that tail comes around. You're able to kind of snatch snatch your your neck out of the way as it as it kind of like almost like scorpion strikes it um, at you and slams into the table in front of you and pulls back. And rain. It is your turn. I mean, I just don't love this. Uh, <laughs> so Besky's grappled. Son of a bee sting. This is why I don't like going, <laughs> I don't like going first. Um, okay. What I'm going to do is I think seeing this instinctively, um, uh, Rain is going to go into kind of old-fashioned hunter mode. Uh, nice. So the f- a few things happen simultaneously. I think Rain has been perched on Kaz's knee underneath the table, just like peeking out, watching everything going going down. Um, and what they are going to do is uh, kind of peer out from under the table up at this creature that's got Besky grappled. And uh, in a, probably a barely audible whisper, no, no, you're mine now. And I'm going to... Hunter's Market. I'm going to try. It's like a, extending a tiny hand towards it, uh, and then I'm going to say, "Back up a little bit," and I'm going to cast Scatter. I'm going to use three sorcery points to give it disadvantage on a Wisdom save to resist what's about to happen to it. Ooh, damn! Damn! That's some damn. some. That is the magic, the meta magic right there. Okay, a Wisdom save. A wisdom save. At disadvantage. disadvantage. An eight. Okay. I, what, this is a little weird because we're in a dream. Um, But what I would like to do is as I'm looking at this entity, uh, everybody at our table is going to feel this kind of like the hair on the back of your neck stand up. You feel this vibration in the air, uh, almost this pressure in your chest, like you're not able to pull in breath um, that only lasts for a split second as this entity disappears from view and I'm going to teleport it 120 feet. I'll just put it, I'll put it 90 feet away from us so people can still do stuff to it. I'm going to push it back into that like area just outside of the window that we were seeing earlier where it was just like blank kind of movement of shadow. I'm pushing it all the way out of the room. I'm trying to also since I saw 
uh, our target stretch this dream world, that's what I'm trying to do. I am trying to give us more space. So I'm trying to force it 90 feet away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're trying to stretch the space, what do you envision? Um, I think it's very, it's a little bit cartoonish, I think. I think that there is uh, this image of a like the the wall that we were looking at of this tavern falls away uh, and you see it expands out actually into this vast like wilderness um, that none of you would recognize but I am mimicking in my head the the wastes that I came from so I am just Mm. pushing it out into this rocky desert like wasteland make a wisdom save Ooh, uh, plus two, that's a 16. Okay. As you start to form this, you feel for a moment, um, you remember the creature that you first rescued, um, what's his butt from, Colonel from? Um, You see the outline of this creature starting to form, uh, almost as though there's some connection to it that you have that's that's stronger than than this other thing that is fighting um, but you're able to like push it away and you watch this as this dream expands um, you watch it get get pushed away just before it like broke into this plane okay and it's tele- teleported 90 feet away yes can you read the exact wording of that sure The air quivers around up to five creatures of your choice that you can see within range. An unwilling creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw to resist this spell. You teleport each affected target to an unoccupied space that you can see within 120 feet of you. Okay. Uh, That space must be on the ground or on a floor. So I'm imagining a floor, like not trying to. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, so Besky, as it's, as it's gripping on you, these like, these like scythe like arms almost. Um, pulling at your skin, uh, you feel it just kind of vanish from around you and release you as it appears and you watch this wall that was there um, basically crumble um, and shift in these weird like 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 almost like the the world is unfolding for a moment and then and then reforming into this wilderness um, this this rocky wasteland um, and it is ninety feet away from y'all and anything else on your turn right? Uh, that's it. I'll climb up on top of the table. All right. Cause, it's your turn. So as I see this creature being forcibly shunted out of this dreamscape plane, uh, I'm going to try to keep it out there. Okay. Cause is going to expend a fifth level. Well, hold on, we're trying to kill this thing, aren't we? Never mind. Um, I mean, follow your heart. Man. So our target, has he left this scene in the dream? Are we following him? Is that the idea? Um, he has he has expanded the dream to, to appear to be walking out. If you want to make a perception check to see what that looks like, um, you can. However, if you're focused on this creature, then then you wouldn't necessarily notice at first glance. All right. Cause is going to make that perception check to see where our uh, where where he's going okay. to see like if we need if we can just try to find a way to like get this creature out of the dream or if we need to kill it outright. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, make that perception check. 
23. Nice. Um, so as you look to where he walked, um, this this room expanded further into um, what appears to be just just a normal exit. These beautiful double double doors. As he opens it up, um, immediately where where it should be like a street or outside or whatever, um, it's this well decorated um, study. Um, mm. And he goes and sits down at a desk, pulling pulling books out. Um, also grabs grabs two cups and and pours drinks as though he's almost getting ready for someone to join him. So seeing that and and just in just in context of where this shadow creature is, it's like outside of the inn. It immediately becomes a tavern. He's preparing drinks. This shadow creature is outside of the inn and outside of the the sitting room, right? Yeah. So so outside of the outside of the inn you are in, it looks like it opens up into like what it, what would be a study. Um, outside, sorry, a sitting room study. So that's out. Yeah. So, but this the shadow yeah, yeah. creature isn't in either of those locations. Correct. Right now. Correct. It's sort of like outside of the wasteland. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action uh, to give a bardic inspiration dice to Kassar. Uh There's a d10 for you. And uh, I still got that, still got that that message going, and just sort of uh, let him know, like he's right outside. We need to do this quickly. We need to do it quietly. And Kaz is going to make his way, uh, sort of like towards the door of the inn, um, but not quite stepping into the the study. Okay. Um, are you trying to do that unseen by the the creature? No, not okay. particularly. Okay. Um, so as you move that way, um, uh, and you you get get a better glimpse, um, this 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 study um, that Tahal is in, um, there's multiple chairs and couches. A a massive library um, lines lines all the walls. Um, this time, though, looking out the window, you do see something. You see what are known as the gray docks, um, almost almost as though this room overlooks them. Um, you see this massive hole in the ground, um, as the gray docks are actually um, below in these caverns. Each there's six of them, um, just below kind of the surface of of the ground. Um, and as you look down that that hole, it just gets darker and darker as it gets lower and lower flying into or or even spending time in neighboring property you would you would have you would recognize this because you've seen it each of these six caverns almost dug out naturally from this gray rock just below below the surface um only only able to be entered via airships flying down into this hole Um, uh, that's what you see just beyond this window um, anything else on your turn? No, that's enough for Kaz. Okay, Kassar, it is your turn. So this creature is outside of the inn, not in Tahal's area, but it's kind of somewhere else. Correct. Can I get to that somewhere else without going to Tahal's area? Yes. So it's 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 to the I can never think of directions. If you if you're looking at a at a map top down, um, mm-hmm. it would be to the west of you where the 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 bad creature is, and Tahal went north. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that. Kassar didn't need to step into that other aspect of the dream, because I think he thinks that will kickstart to haul 
being noticed again. Uh, he doesn't want that right now while this creature's here. Um, and just in response to cause to Bert, um, he says, quietly isn't useful in the dream space, I would assume. Especially when most of these things can't see or don't want to see. Um, and he'll start walking towards the west, towards that creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's walking, he starts to shuffle his deck. Uh, this is his level. This is his way of thinking about what to do. Uh, and then he just kind of shrugs to himself. Um, he'll do a flourish, and as he does, he'll catch four cards in the air. And as he does, he'll display the four queens in front of him. Um, and as he does, he just says, hmm, okay, ladies, that's good information. Um, <laughs> as he does, the the cards begin to, like, spin uh, each each of the four starts to spin in the air. Um, as you can see, he's actually forcing um, something to come into existence that he typically doesn't have. As I'm going to use my transmute spell ability, uh, I need to roll an arcana check. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, the DC is 19. I got it with that. Um, um, and as it does, you see, uh, I think any spellcaster will notice um, perhaps the makings of a hex spell, um, but that um, that hex is suddenly shifted to something completely different as I turn the hex spell into the spirit shroud spell that I don't have um, and cast spirit shroud nice. as a bonus action. Uh, and then I, I'll just blast the hell out of them. Uh, and that's at fifth level, so my spirit trial is going to do an extra two d eight radiant damage. Nice for each attack. Uh, okay, first attack is a nineteen on a die, so it makes that a thirty two. <laughs> yes. Great. Second attack is a dirty thirty. Yes. I got no less than a seventeen on these dice. Uh, so all of those hits. That's going to be. I'm away from my mic. Sorry. Twenty nine points of radiant damage. No, twenty nine dam. Twenty nine points of force damage, plus thirty three points of radiant damage. Okay. Nice. And you see as you as you as you cast the spirit shroud. Um, and I want to say, oh, I, <laughs> I apologize. The four queens start to manifest in me, almost like floating around me in, in cardinal directions, and they never get out of that formation. It's always four. Um, and it's three queens of lore that he's read in the past, and one that Besky would recognize. Mm. It's your mouth. Nice. So you also, as you as you cast this, you, you feel a power that you typically only feel when you're communing with the Void Mother. Um, just kind of pulling at that at that magic, particularly during that Spirit Shroud um, spell. And, and you, you see some of that... Um, what's, what's the right way to describe it? Um, actually, it's less of something that you see as, as these... these these cards spin and shift into a different spell. Um, just everything. Well, it is something you'd see as I'm as I'm saying this out loud. Everything just for a moment, like gets a little darker, and that presence is a little stronger with you. That especially than than on the material plane that you're used to. 
Yeah, bad. I think you even see his eyes kind of cloud over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is my action and bonus action, and I'm keep going forward. Okay. So. And Ariadne, it is your turn. Okay. Um, and this thing is no longer visible. It went, ran off into the other room. Correct? Well, it's about ninety feet away from you in this okay. wasteland that rain essentially created. Okay. Um, what effect does this wasteland have on it? Have we seen that yet? Uh, no, nobody's actually stepped foot in it. Okay. Um, all right, so it's 90 feet away. I'm going to, uh, Ariane, uh, blowing hands. Uh, we're sending out some MILFs meteors. Um, six. Do I need to, hold on, I haven't used this spell very often. One or two of the meteors. Okay. Um, we're going to expend four meteors on this thing. Bonus, action, and action. Um, nice. Uh, it's a DC 13. Is that dexterity saving throw? Okay. Uh, and you're casting how many? Four. I'm. Uh, yeah. So he needs to make four saves. That is a fourteen, a seven, a ten, and a seven. So I believe he fails three of them. Okay. So the, that's four for the first one. Then we're gonna do two d six. Second attack. Uh, oh, there we go. Four, four, six, and six. Perfect. Four, six, and six. And we're going to create um, spell stars. Wants to have to. Uh, we're going to do three. We'll do three stars, um, kind of surrounding like the, like a semicircle behind this thing. Are your spell stars bonus actions? Uh, no. Oh, to explode them, they are. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. As you pull those down, I'd like you to make a wisdom save as well. Okay. You do that. You do that. Pretty wise. That's a wisdom check. Uh, no wisdom save. Twenty-two. Uh, a 22. Um, okay. Yeah, you, as you cast this, um, similarly to kind of how I've described the other two starting to feel different things around them, um, uh, you briefly, ever, ever so briefly, um, not Wylena, Wylena's mom, Kisaja. Uh, Sala, Kisaja? Okay. Um, the one who betrayed Sala. Um, you see her face Ooh. kind of just flash in, in, in sort of like in one of these beings walking by um, mm-hmm. just quickly and look at you. Ooh, I don't like that. And then it's gone. Uh, and Besky, it is your turn. All right. Um, I... Lots gone on in the six seconds. <laughs> um, there's a thing on me. It was, it, was, it was digging into me. He got teleported away. I see my mom's, and then, and then, yeah, and now I got to deal with this thing. So, um, <clears throat> I am just going to sit. I'm gonna take like one second. One of my six seconds. I'm gonna look at my mom's. I'm like, you know, maybe if anyone's paying attention, like you see a moment of like softness or vulnerability. Um, miss mom's. Uh, and then uh, I should stress. It's like Banshee Queen version of your mom. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's like her, but very much like Scream Queen. <laughs> no, I look. Okay, so I'll rephrase it. I'll look at that briefly and then look down. So, like, essentially, like, I'm thinking of a more, you know, elegant or kind or, you know, version, softer part of my mom, but like just seeing her triggers. More mommy, less mother. Yeah. 
so uh hmm. oh yeah we're just gonna keep moving uh so and then and then uh i'm gonna steal my resolve and i'm gonna look over towards this creature uh and put my hand up uh, in the air gesturing and um my spear will come to me and i will rip off some eldritch blasts over towards that creature um i imagine that tahal isn't really perceptive of what's going on where we are mm-hmm. uh they're kind of doing the thing so i'll go ahead and do that oh let me cast hex first i'm gonna cast hex first and then i'll do the thing mm-hmm. so let's start off with hexes um, sounded real sudden there <laughs> four hexes um, <laughs> uh let me see where is hex there it is so I cast Hex, and then I'll be ripping the Elders Blazies. Dirty 20, the first one. Hits. 16 from the second. That one misses. 12. I'm distracted. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> wow, these these rolls make a lot more sense. Um, so one, or five, five force damage, and then I need to roll for Hex. Okay. Which is... Six. D6. It's been a while since I'm, I'm looking directly at it. That's the only reason I know. Does it go up at 5th <laughs> yeah, level? All good. X? Yeah. I don't think it ever goes up. Because it's, uh, oh, it's the length of time. It's the length. I knew, I knew yeah, something I can. I can move level, it. But it's... Yeah, so it's going to stay up for 8 hours, mm-hmm. and I can just use it after a creature dies. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't die, it just stays there. Sad. Unless they rotted that. Which I feel like they should, because it kind of sucks if like, the person stays alive and I'm like, well, I just... Um, It's a nice existential uh, threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think that was 11 in total. So 5, 4, 6 necrotic. And I believe that is my turn. Everyone's looking good so far. Everyone's looking healthy. So I think... Okay. Um, That is Besky's turn. So it is the creature's turn. And... I did reduce it down by 10, though, so... Yeah, uh, so it is going to move and dash back towards y'all. Uh, it has a fly of 60 feet, so that's 50, so it moves 100 feet. Yeah, um, yeah, still, still moving. So it gets, moving. it gets right back, uh, in your space. Damn. But it has nothing else it can do, um, uh, as it arm, its arms keep shifting, it's... It's trying, like, the stance of it is trying to be intimidating to those of you at the table, and specifically you, Besky. Um, and, Besky, I forgot to ask you to make a wisdom save. <laughs> 11. 11. You know, he kind of sucks sometimes. I'm just going to say, you know, <laughs> Steven kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying me. No, I was like, no, yo. No, Besky. <laughs> No. Also, Steven. That was so That's no. no. <laughs> what? Making us, making us have like, these these moral dilemmas. Well, and you're fighting in a weird dream space I, that you I actually physically entered. Awesome. It's a Sunday. I'm trying not to cry. And you're just like, oh, and you see your your mom, by the way. Um, you're real sad about it. <laughs> no, uh, best. I don't know how off. you show up to this podcast, Adelaide, after all these years, not expecting severe trauma <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, Steven's made it clear he is not hitting it. He's you take welfare. you take ten psychic damage. Um, <laughs> okay. What about in the game? <laughs> 
Um, uh, and and as you are casting that that spell, um, you feel your um, your spear start to start to like vanish. What? Um, <gasps> like it, oh shit! At least momentarily, um, it almost feels like when it's when it's in its like pocket dimension or whatever, but it gets pulled out of your hands um, no. unwillingly. So is it like not? here with me or is it just out of my hands like on the It's not here with you. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. Um and Rain, it is your turn. <sighs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Listen, sorcerers in hand-to-hand combat is just a bad time for everybody. Uh Okay. I don't know why I wasn't expecting him to come back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I was like, he'll stay gone. It's all right. Uh, okay. And so, and we, can we still see um, the person that Kassar was talking to? This guy that we're trying to. Uh, if you took your, if you took your eyes off and looked for him, you would find him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I guess out of, I think. I'm gonna indulge Rain in a moment of self-awareness and not try to like break this entire dream open. Can I glance and see if this individual seems like they're paying any attention to us at all? Like this thing's bamfing back and forth. We've expanded this dream. Does this guy seem like he's noticing it at all? Um, make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> the dice said, bitch. Uh, that is a five. <laughs> um, as you try to look around this massive creature um, to see, you can only get glimpses of um, Tahal, um, and you can't really make out what he's seeing or, or doing. Sure. As this bladed creature is directly in front of you. Okay. Um, then I'm uh, going to assume everything's fine. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, I'm also trying not to kill all of us at the same time. That's the other problem. Okay, uh, then I think what I'm gonna do is, um, I'm, I, Chris, I'm so scared that I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> we tried so hard to get in here and I'm gonna I mean, it's, it it's okay if you do it because we will not forgive you. Oh, <laughs> as as oh my God. <laughs> as long as so. I have that. I'm chaotic today. I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. The cast is on. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna um, go with your gut. Go with your gut. It's all good. You can always let the dice decide. I know. I'm trying to decide if I want to be a one-trick pony and move it again, or if I'm gonna bite him. Uh, metaphorically, I'm gonna bite him. Uh, I'm going to. Um, yeah. Even though he's kind of right up on us, I'm going to. Uh, take off from the table just a bit. I want to, you know, actually, wait, am I within, is he going to grab me if I try to get away? If I try to get up in the air? He might. Then, so be it. I'm going to, uh, try to create about ten feet of distance between me and this entity. And I'm going to cast Chaos Bolt at it. Roll your attack. Okie dokie. Um. And actually. I'm going to upcast it. Actually, um. Uh, does a 21 hit you? Does a 21 hit me? Yeah. Um, it does. Uh, you take 18 slashing damage, uh, okay. and you are grappled. Okay. So you can absolutely make that chaos bolt attack, but it will be at disadvantage. 
Okay, so that happens as I move, correct? Actually, you know what? Excuse me. As I as I said that out loud, you don't need to roll at disadvantage because it's literally like squeezing you, and so if you you can hit it, regular. Okay. Well, if it grabs regular. me, then fuck all of what I just said. Hold on. What's seventy four minus eight, y'all? Uh, Sixty six. Wow. Sixty six. Thank you. Okay. Um. So I think I. What you would see is rain sort of jets takes off uh from the top of this table, gets snatched immediately. Um. And I think almost like this like dark anime face, their their massive hair is sort of shading their eyes from this entity. Uh, but when Rain turns back to look at it, um, my eyes are fully draconic, the same as Colonel's. Uh, and Rain's gonna say, oh, it's gonna be like that then. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna cast Scatter on both of us. Oh my God. On myself and this entity. Okay. Um, and I'm going to push us the full 120 feet back further into the wastes. And I will use another three sorcery points to give it disadvantage. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a six. All right. So again, that same like pressure, this like warbling air. Um, but this time, both of us disappear from mm-hmm. view. Um, and I'm not going to extract myself. Uh, oh, actually, I can, because we both teleport separately. So I'm going to teleport it 120 feet back the direction it was, and I'll position myself um, probably about 100 feet out and slightly at an angle. I'm not trying to like put myself in the line of fire between it and my friends, mm-hmm. but I am trying to stay close by. Okay. Um, is that your whole turn? That is my whole turn. That is both of my six level spell slots. Uh, give me a wisdom check. Got it. Uh, Or save, excuse me, wisdom save. Oh, wisdom save. Yeah, that's a two. That's a 13. A 13. Okay. Uh, You take 21 psychic damage. Okay. Um, And that creature that you saw try to get in um, appears right next to you. Oh, the one I saw on the wastes? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Uh, And its teeth are bared, and it's snapping at you. Um, And... Cause it is your turn. So, seeing as this creature has been teleported very deep into the waste, uh, about how far is it from the inn that we were residing? Um, I moved it a hundred, the full hundred and twenty feet. So it's it's basically one hundred twenty feet from from where y'all were originally sitting. Um, it was thirty feet from the wall, so it's ninety feet from the dream wall, essentially. It is it is far in there. God, I can't even can't even get to a vicious mockery. I have to like go outside into this dream. This the, the dreamscape doesn't the dreamscape outside of this inn doesn't look very. It doesn't look friendly, does it? No. Um, it no, it's 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 like this. I mean, rain's in it. <laughs> well, rain's in the part that rain created. Um, True. The rest of it is sort of shifting around. Yeah. Cause is gonna cast fly on himself, just in case things go sideways using Miranda's loot, and then is going to uh, pass another Bardic Inspiration over to uh, to Besky. Do what over? Uh, I'm going to use a Bardic Inspiration and give you a D10 to use on any skill check or uh, attack roll of your choice in the next one. That's a D10. And I'll just say, all right, all right, Besky, let's end this. We've got a job to do. All right. And Kassar, it's your turn. Ariadne, you'll be next. You got it. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I don't really have an applicable bonus action, and this thing just keeps getting teleported around. You can tell that there is. <laughs> just say, CB's great. You can tell that Kasara's like, why the hell does this thing just keep moving around? Can we just kill it? Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, he focuses back on it and tosses three L just blast that way. Okay. Roll those, out the way. roll those attacks. I shall. Uh, that is. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Low dice roll. Uh, da, 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 that is a 19. Then, uh, ooh, that is a natural 20. Oh, nice. Uh, so, how do you do crits? Uh, double. Rules is written double the dice. So you'll roll 2d10 for that one. Yeah, I'll do more than that. 49 points of force damage. Uh, why don't you describe how you destroy this thing? Oh, that's me, because I still had radiant damage to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as the three um, dice, the three dice, as the blast I head towards it, I think uh, the four queens also move in its direction and like start to surround it. And as they do, they all become this purple, black, wispy energy, very much of the void as it literally consumes it whole. Okay. Then we are out of initiative as this thing is just gone. Uh, Rain. Well, actually, I forgot. There's a little creature next to Rain. That <laughs> it's it's this li- little like purple skinned, almost like its body mo- shape is almost like frog like, but its head is massive. Um, its head is probably twice as big as its body, and it has this huge toothy smile. Um, and it's snapping at Rain. Um, Rabbit Chihuahua. And Ariadne, it's your turn. Okay, uh, well, so big creepy thing is gone now. Um, did it, did it just disappear? Did it die? Did it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Kassar just blasted it. It blasted. Okay. No, I should just know that I'm going to start after I do that. I just dust myself off and start walking towards. Oh, okay. Um, the study. Okay. Uh, all of my things are very explodey right now. Um, so uh Ariadne just kind of lets the meteors fall. Um, we're gonna go over and try and take a little swipe at this thing. Just baseball bat with my with my spear I guess getting it off of them uh, uh, you're, you're about 90 feet away from where rain is oh I'm that I'm oh I'm far away okay wow yeah, yeah. okay um we're gonna move a spell star close enough to hit it but not close enough to hit rain um okay. so it's uh, it'll be on its side okay um and it's like a five feet distance so set far enough um it fails Roll a three on the dice. Okay. Um, And my last two little floaty boys. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, Anything else on your turn? Um. No, this is the only thing that's there. Uh, No, I I think we're okay. Just confused. And Besky, it's your turn. So are we? We're, we're not in combat. We're there's just, there's a little there's a little creature that, that like, little thing. when when rain cast thing. a spell, it like ripped through into this this dreamscape. Interesting. In. Is this? Can I do like a quick arcana check to see if our magic is being like really weirdly affected while we're in here? Because like you can roll my 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 spear isn't doing things. Her magic is making some weird stuff pop up. Damn. You can roll an um, arcana check with advantage even. Okay, specifically, I'm, I'm also, like, 
so my primary thing that I'm trying to do is figure out why my spear is not here. If it's my connection with Lola and if I've done something wrong. And the second part is, is, is our magic just making this place have an effect on, on this place? So I will do that. Um, boop, 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 Arcana, Arcandus. Yep, that's not it. That ain't it, Chief. Okay, a natural 20. Okay. Great. Um, uh, yeah, as this is happening, you're remembering that when you did your research on combining spells, that there are other effects that can that can take place. And so... Um, this be them. So, yeah, especially as you're using um, some of your stronger spells. It doesn't seem to be happening as much on, on cantrips, but when you use anything stronger, there are other effects. Is this what happened during and, the wisdom thing, too? And the other thing, uh, Besky, you remember that there was also a mention of it being a stronger threat to the people involved in the actual casting of the spells. Um, oh, and, wow. <laughs> and so, and so Bes- Besky, you kind of get that, like, oh, that's why that thing mm. went str- like looked at Kassar and then snapped its head straight to you. It's almost like it could mm. sense you. Mm-hmm. Okay, a little Doctor Strangeness going on. Okay, yep, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so... <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and get the spear again, if that's is possible. Um, yeah, I believe it, it is. It a it's an action or a bonus action to summon it. Oh boy, I don't know. Let me check. Pack to the blade. Great as an action. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you 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 can still sense that you have a connection to it, but it was no longer on this plane, and you you are able to summon it back. Okay. Um. Yeah. Attacking is an action, so that's. But uh, I at least just want to bring that back because apparently that's probably gonna be the best way for me to do anything in this. Um, I'll, I'll move my hex over to this creature thing, um, and it's ninety feet away, right? All right, so I keep it shuffled my way over there. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's at thirty feet walking speed, so it's gonna it's gonna be hard. okay. Um, it is going to take a bite at you, Rain. Uh, does a 17 hit you? Not with my dragon wings that I summon as a reaction. Okay. Uh, as it, as it tries to bite into you, those wings block it, um, and it kind of wrestles with it first, with the wings for a second. Um, and Rain, it is your turn. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna try and squish it really quick. Uh, so I'll just, um, can I... Yeah, I'm just going to, uh... Now that I'm out of sight of this person we're trying to talk to, I will do a a chaos bolt at this little thing. It's just a first level spell. Okay. For a what's my bonus? Nineteen to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay. Uh, two d eight plus one d six. Uh, eighteen points of. Let's do, oh, psychic damage. Hello, I'm in a dream. I'm going to do 18 points of, uh, or pardon me, 15 points of psychic damage. Okay. Um, uh, As you shoot that chaos build into it, it almost like melts back into the dream, and I need you to make a wisdom save. Nat 20. Okay. Uh, You sense a few more of these creatures like trying to break in, um, and as you've created the wasteland, um, you're able to to shove them back in, and now we were out out of initiative. and Kassar, as you are walking over um, to this study uh, where Tahal is, um, there's a drink, a drink on the table. Uh, 
and he says, he's been looking through these things and he, he starts talking about the history of, of, um, it's called scribing, but imparting runes into regular materials to make those materials believe that they can be something else and do something else, um, almost giving them a conscious, um, which is, he says, um, and so when we, when we do this, this is how we make the airships work. But can you imagine if we can make a massive ship of metal and wood believe that it can fly, what we could do to other objects? Why, why limit it to just that? He like comes in, stands over the, um, the, the schematics or whatever they are. I'm just kind of reading it, taking it in. Uh, you can tell now I'm really going through it to make sure I know what it looks like. Um, and is it just like one big thing or is it like multiple pages? Or? Well, so, so these are all like little snippets of like, like almost yeah. like textbooks. Um, so it's not the yeah, actual yeah. runes, but like kind of showing you the, um, the systematic way that, that oh. the artificery is done. And then, and then explaining to you a little bit more. Um, this is quite interesting. You could do so much. That's wild that you can do so much with so little. This is such a... I don't want to call it simple because that belittles what you all have done. In the grand scheme of things, it's so small, and yet it can do wonders. And he says, I... Kassar, I could show you. What do we wait for? And he's kind of looking at you. Um, for a moment, his eyes glance back to where you were in the dream previously. And before he responds... Shoot, Besky just walked away. Um, the other four of you, um, how do you proceed? Um, I think Rain would have lingered in the wastes just a little bit. Um, I don't think they realized how much they missed it until they saw it again. Mm. But uh, I think, you know, I know we have a job to do, so Rain is going to cast invisibility on themselves and beeline it for the study where they're talking mm-hmm. to try to, as surreptitiously as possible, start copying down the plans that this individual is showing Kassar in my little sketchbook. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would be. Do we do we have an understanding of what like taking the plans in this dream would mean? Like if I you know like yeah, that's my question. Because if we're trying to steal the plans and the plans are here, if I take them put them in my pocket like, you know, if I if I steal the plans of the dream, do I steal the plans in real life? <laughs> um, Let's find out. This time uh, well, I'm going to Forge Academy. <laughs> I, I was, I was tr- debating whether you, you could even roll for it or not. Um, this is such experimental magic. The only clue you would have is back when you were with Miranda, you did remove a pendant from the dream plane. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. So, cause leaning so on that memory that ca- that Ian, the player, definitely had, and not you know, <laughs> uh, is going to uh, and and right at this point, Kasar and wait for it, wait for to hall to hall to hall Baran, they've left the room or they're leaving the room. They're they're getting ready to to move into, I mean. Tahal has said he's going to show Kassar. You know what? Let's keep it easy. 
cause cast invisibility on himself, goes up there, and as their backs are, as soon as they're walking away, those plans are getting folded up and put well, in the pocket. So those aren't, and yeah. those are those aren't the real plans. Those are just like they're almost like artificery textbooks that show the process of how of how the runes work, but it's not the it's not the actual ones that you would need. Also, it's, we're in his dream. We, can we even bring things out of this? Uh, I, I don't know. We don't know. I would. Well, we just got the thing from what Stephen just told us. Like we were able to get a. a, a um, the, a pen. the pendant or a locket. Yeah, but she's like out. out but. That's true. Yeah, I think, also yeah, but also line. you know this is this is uh, kind of like the the amalgamation mm-hmm. of dream and plane shift, and it seems to be we brought ourselves in and we're very physical. I would assume that we can probably take Maybe. like the plans. At least uh, Rain is writing it on a personal effect, mm-hmm. so I'd assume that if Rain brings that back with them to the physical realm, that it's still going to be there. Kaz is going to take a chance here, and while uh, Rain still has some visibility on himself, it's just a good idea anyhow, and while Rain is copying those notes down, as soon as she's finished, he's going to take that book and put it in his bag because it could come in useful later. Okay. Do I notice that um to Hall's kind of um, focus shifted a little bit. Yes, and above table, I had rolled a, I had rolled a um, insight to see if he was catching on to any of this dream, uh, and mm-hmm. he rolled a natural one. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's out cold. <laughs> but also, Kassar too hot. <laughs> um. <laughs> right. Even if it's not real, don't let's never leave here. Uh, uh, um. But Kassar doesn't like loose ends, and seeing any potential shift means something could crack, means he could be waking up, and he doesn't understand this dream. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he could. Um, so he just kind of takes his cards, and he literally just, like, shuffles. Because uh, he knows. That's like, well, it's one of my quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm speaking to him, and I'm uh, kind of like, as I do, um, like, as I toss the cards up, my hand just glides his face and turns his focus back to me as I recatch it. And as I do, I just say, listen, there has to be a level of trust and understanding. You know I would never betray you. Why would I do that? Not to someone as bright as you. Show me. Show me everything. And I will guarantee that you rise above. And I'm going to subtle cast suggestions. Oh. Uh, well, I gotta roll it. I gotta roll a sleight of hand to be able to do this subtly. Which is why my sleight of hand is so high. Uh, yeah, the DC is 18 because all of my spells are fifth level, and my sleight of hand is a 31. So, yeah, uh, I cast suggestion. Um, they need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it's a wisdom save. Easy. Uh, that is a 21. 21. That is the DC. If it meets, it beats. Um, I don't have anything. Can I? Listen, this is a dream. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dream, and the Void Mother is with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and she thrives on chaos. Mm-hmm. Can I... Pl- not a plead, because that's... I mean, it's a plead, but it's not like a verbal, oh my god, help! Uh, a certain someone gave me a bardic inspiration to help me. Can I twist that bardic inspiration to affect them and decrease that save? Well, I do have... Uh, <clears throat> Bert does have an ability called... That's right. <laughs> Bert! I yeah, Bert. That. Bert. Uh, Return of the Bert. Bert never left. Uh, he has the ability to use that, but only on saves versus illusion or enchantment. So if this is your is a suggestion. This is enchantment. So it's going to be... So, yeah. yeah, Powerful Tale does allow... Uh, causes... Uh, cause when, when causes casting... An illusion or an enchantment. Bird is chast. Thank you. When birds are casting an illusion or enchantment spell, can decrease the save by a rolling a d10, but only if it's from illusion or enchantment. It doesn't say specifically whether other people can use that effect, but DM. Discretion. So I'm in, I'm inclined to to go with uh with CB's idea of using that bardic inspiration and kind of tapping into the void mother using that kind of in that dream spell. Um. Yeah, so roll that d10, which I mean, you have to get a one, so. I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But the rest of you watch as this very briefly, um, as Kassar casts this spell, appears this this um, feminine form um, of mostly void appears. I really, I'm, I'm really feeling void stuff today, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh appears right behind Tahal and as he casts suggestion uh, just leans over and whispers something and then and I would know no one know I cast anything which makes it worse mm-hmm. I know right <laughs> and then kind of swirls out back into the the, the dream aether uh, and Tahal looks at you Let's change the world forever. And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Faith Force. What is that supposed to be? What is that supposed to be? Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Faith Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. 
We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. If I'd like to hang out, you can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Adelaide. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Kelsey, we will. Kelsey's doing homework. She's saying no to her homework, but I told that hilarious joke because I'm a dad. It's not funny. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, this is Steven's last one. <laughs> it's been wonderful knowing you all. <laughs>